0: O T M Radio Entrepreneurs on the moon We shape and last for a better tomorrow.
1: What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight. You listen to the Stephen Knight Show. All right, well, good evening. Welcome to the Stephen night Show here on EOTM. Steven Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports fashion, and, of course, movie reviews. And then we welcome Cesar Emanuel from the hit hit VH1 reality show, Black Ink Crew, and the international neo-soul band, Pieces of a Man, will also join us. And last but certainly not least, singer Ashley Scott will join us to tell us about the upcoming event, United We Band. As always, once you're part of the discussion, so call up your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There is a link on our
2: Facebook page. But first,
1: Ms. Parker, how are you doing tonight?
2: She's doing great, <laughs> Well, uh,
1: we, had a, we had a long day, so I can imagine her uh,
3: being a little late tonight. But anyway...
1: CK, Adam,
3: what's going, guys? What's going on, brother? How are you? Pretty
1: good, pretty good. How was the weekend? Oh, it was pretty good, pretty good.
3: Awesome. That's real good.
1: That's real good. That's real good. How, anything exciting
4: happening? Did you do anything
3: other than you had on getting your uh,
4: getting new place together? Yeah, I was just moving.
3: Okay. What about you, Was in New York. I actually was hanging out with uh, some of the Black Ink crew. Um, Cast members. Um, okay. Puma. Puma, Sassy, um, O-S-H-I-T, <laughs> uh, right. and Petty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Puma had something at his uh, shop, um, Inc. 124, and I was invited there, so I went there, hung out a little bit. I'm well,
1: great. I'm great. Yeah. I actually, uh, I had never seen the show, but, you know, I wanted to prepare for tonight so I watched last week's episode, and wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. They uh they definitely
3: are a very entertaining group.
1: Uh do you watch to the again? Yes, I do.
3: what are your thoughts? Um I personally think that I, I'm loving seeing these people um progress their brand.
1: Yeah, that, that's what exactly. I out
3: of it. Um mm-hmm. they they have a window of opportunity and they're using the hell out of it.
1: Right. Right, I'm, I'm interested to talk. You know, we've had a lot of reality stars on this show, and you know, a lot of them have different, uh, you know, different experiences since being now a household name or being in the public eye. So I'm interested to see how Caesar has changed or how how his life has changed since being on this hit re- reality show, and you know, how his business has definitely grown. So definitely look forward talking about that.
3: Absolutely. But
1: uh, yeah. Well, yesterday I actually uh, did a photo shoot, and I was in extreme pain, but I still did it, because uh, last week, I don't know if you all knew, right before the show, I hurt my back really bad at the gym, and so I was like laying, <laughs> laying on, the, on the floor during the show last week <laughs> in pain, but I went to uh so I went the Dr. J, but, you know, I had to, I had a lot of pain, but I still managed to stand out there and do the photo shoot with my knee my back hurting, but you know we made it through. So got some good pictures, so oh. definitely look forward to the
3: pictures coming out. You already know how that goes. The show must go yes. on, no matter what.
4: Exactly. Are oh, you uh, getting old? You said what now? That sounds like you're getting old, Steven. <laughs> no,
1: I'm not getting old. I I uh I just had an injury. That's it. I'm not getting old. <laughs> not getting and the back
3: injuries are the are the worst. Like seriously, take care of that so it's not re. Well, I, well,
1: I was scared because. I couldn't like I couldn't. It hurt to walk. It hurt to wow. walk. Wow. Like I remember when it when it happened, I was in the gym. The last one I was in the gym, and I felt something pop, and I just dropped the weight, and I just sat there, and I was in so much pain, and so I was like, "Can I make it to my car?" <laughs> so I I know I was waddling to my car. I got to my car, and I drove home, and I just like just laid out and was just. Oh, it was scary. It was scary. But I'm great. I mean, in my back, my back is definitely healing a lot. It's Just uh, you, know, you know, going through the final stages
5: of everything. So well, I'm fortunate for that. I'm fortunate. So Miss Parker, Miss Parker,
1: how are you doing? Miss Parker. I guess she's so fine
4: that she's speechless. <laughs> no, I know she's doing <laughs> one. Yeah, she is lost for words. <laughs> Does she know the show tonight?
6: Can you guys hear me? We hear you yeah, now. now. You. I'm having she technical issues, guys. That's why. I'm, I apologize. All the numbers in my phone, for some reason, was just all mixed up. Oh. And this number I have programmed my phone was not coming up, oh, which okay. is just weird. But um, I may have to restart it and start again. You know, IT. Turn it off and turn it back on. Turn it off to, turn it off.
1: How was your weekend, I saw you had
6: some nice Halloween pictures. Yeah, it was great. I was actually talking to you earlier, Friday night. I wanted to do something, but I was just so tired I fell asleep at 11. So I got some rest. Um, Saturday went to a Halloween party at Aisha, which I heard was really nice last year. So we checked it out this year. It was good. Um, and then Sunday I just kind of got some more rest. And, of course, you know, we worked like crazy, so I had to catch up on some emails and, and stuff. But it was good.
1: Not long but enough good. but good. Right, never long enough, never long enough.
6: I know. Well, Adam, how was your uh, weekend? Did you get into anything? I saw you did a photo shoot.
1: Yeah, I did a photo shoot. I was just telling you I did a photo shoot uh, yesterday, and you know my leg has really bothering me, and, and it's gotten worse with like my whole back thing. So I I, I was a trooper though. I, I stood out there. My leg was killing me, but I was up there. Oh, but, because uh, you had to stand for a long period of time? Yeah, I had to stand. And, cause we, we did some on location, and we did some um actually at my house. Um, okay. Got it all set up. So, but it turned, out, it turned out really good. It turned out. Got some good pictures. Good, so. good. Adam yeah. and Chiquette, mean, what what's the going on in the world of movies?
3: Well, since you, you okay. raved uh last week about Carrie, I went to go see that. Uh-huh. Good. Um,
4: what do you think? Yeah. Uh, oh, no good. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, the original is I, better.
3: Yeah, I I would have to say so. um There are elements of the new one that were better. Of course, the special effects because you know we're now in 2013. um But I I believe that the 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 backstory with the mother, they they went a little further in the new one. So you understood, or maybe not understood, the mom a little bit. Um, They added the aspect that she was a cutter. Um, And they they touched a little bit more on what happened between uh, Carrie's father and the mom a little bit.
5: You Mm -hmm. get that
3: she was attacked and uh, possibly raped in the new movie. Um, the acting performances in the older movie were better to me. Uh, Piper Laurie really, really slayed the role of the mom in the older movie. And, of course, you can do no wrong with Sissy Spacek. Like, she kills every performance she's in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, But the special effects in the new one were hands down, you know, crazy. Um, The whole portrayal of the, the bully child, I think, comes off a little better in the in the older one than it does in the new version. Um, it, it's something about that performance, and I love Chloe, but something about that performance seems a little contrived to me. And you, you know me, I'm going to pick a movie apart to the end. Just mm-hmm. just a little, just a little. So, I mean, is, is it entertainment? Yeah, it's entertainment. You can watch it and probably enjoy it, but as far as to the original.
1: Well, I like <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but but you know,
4: you're the critic, not me. Huh? <laughs> nice. uh, I I caught up oh. with, uh, and I know I'm a couple weeks behind, but I did see Machete Kills. Uh, you know the Robert Rodriguez, Danny Trejo thing. Um, it's good, mindless action if that's what you're looking for. You know, uh, over the top scenes. A lot of blood, a lot of head chops off, you know. He's, of course, the hero. So um, it's a rental, I'd say, at best. You know, he, it, it, they captured the kind of that whole exploitation thing in the first one. And then the second one, they did okay with it. But, you know, it's kind of becoming a process. Where you're like, okay, well, we're kind of getting tired of this. This is cool, but not $13 pay at the theater. Cool. So, uh, but again, if you enjoy those types of movies and you want some good mindless action, it's definitely uh, worthwhile watching. That end. Did I lose you guys? Yeah,
1: I thought you were gone. Okay. Oh, there, no, there
4: you go. Yeah. So, okay. so. Yeah, that was my that was my uh, movie from a couple weeks ago. Okay, so so what's coming out that we're looking forward to? Uh, for me, it's Ender's Game this weekend.
3: Yeah, definitely that. And yeah. um, if you haven't seen it or even heard of it, 12 Years as a Slave,
4: yeah, definitely, that's definitely the, check that out. Uh, yeah, a lot of awards or a lot of uh, committees are talking about it's going to be a big contender for this year's Academy.
3: Yeah, I can't stress that enough. That was an awesome movie. Definitely, definitely check that one out.
4: Was it a major
3: release? On. I'm sorry.
4: Is it a major release? Is it in most of the theaters or?
3: Mm-hmm. Now it is. Okay. It, it started off as an indie, but now it's it's major. Oh, perfect.
1: All right, guys. as always we thank you, and we'll talk again next week. Okay. Absolutely. All right, a lot. All right. Mr. A. Ron, A.
5: Ron, what's going on? Good night. Pretty boy modeling, oh, yeah. yeah. I saw your pictures. <laughs> I, I saw your photos. Are you oh, about photos
2: too.
1: yes sir. Uh, I saw, I saw your partner.
5: pictures. Yeah, you on know, Facebook. When,
1: when do you see the uh, the real ones,
2: <laughs> uh, The uh, no, real one Uh
5: oh. Uh oh. Now I'm going. Here it is. No. But, you. Uh, nah. <laughs> just you know, I just gotta so, say so. this really, really quick, y'all. Um. I saw the um the the TLC movie recently. And um I don't know, I I liked it but I thought that they could have found a better um, T-Bot. And um Really? So, yeah, I thought Lil l Lil Mama was left out. Like she even looked like I mean, she did a, a pretty good job, but I don't know, to me, Kiki Palmer's face was too big or something. I don't know. It was something was she didn't. You know, she looked too too big to be chilly. Maybe just me, but I don't know. Like Somebody Chili's really petite, fatig- really, really tiny, huh? You said T. You said T-Bos. I do believe that they should have yeah. found out Chili.
6: They should have found out with,
5: in Chili. Um, yeah, with um, well, with uh, T. boss she was okay. I mean, um. She could have been mm-hmm. better, but definitely Chilly. Chilly, I just thought was, Kiki Palmer just wasn't it for me. She just was yeah, not Chilly. I, I
6: agree. I felt the same.
5: Yeah. Like, she would even, she tried to even talk like her. I mean, Chilly's voice is nothing like that. It was, I don't know, I just, I wasn't feeling there. But other than that, oh, I thought it was God, a God. good movie. You know,
1: putting the movie together. And you know, the, the uh, movie itself, I broke certain records for uh, VH1 and, so it's successful. Oh, good. You know, there's been, good. there's been some backlash. We were talking about this last week about the way uh, they portrayed uh, Pebbles. And
2: you know,
5: apparently after,
1: yeah. After the I didn't think was
5: Pebbles was played that bad. I didn't think
1: well, it was. Apparently she did because she was tweeting about contacting her lawyers. and. Oh, you know,
5: Pebbles. Pebbles, Pebbles. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Man. And I know that that uh K and Pebbles are um, friends, so Chi K I'm just saying, you know, tell I mean, if you talk, just let it you know, let let it go. But I did like that they showed Pebbles at left funeral. You know, that was a nice little touch, so I I mean yeah, you know, was there. that was a yeah. good thing. You know well, you know I what I'm saying like that was cool. i
6: heard that a lot of the stuff that was in the movie about Pebbles was documented as far as court documents. So I mean I'm I was right, gonna, right, because right. If they made the acting part of it, I I don't think you can sue anybody for acting like you, but I think the fact yeah, yeah, what they showed was documented.
5: That is what? true. It is court documented. It is it is fact. It's fact. You know, those contracts that, that they signed originally, those that's that's fact. That's documented. So I don't know. Pebbles girl, definitely us let fill day. Instagram
4: had a fill day after the movie
1: of all the uh, the different did you see all the different things they post on Instagram about pebbles and all that?
5: Oh, nah. What'd they say? Um, just
1: they're like Pebbles you're like, You want a contract? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then they then they had a the
1: picture remember she remember she bought them those uh, those trucks and uh Oh man then, I was then, then, I cried when yeah.
5: when I saw that I was <laughs>
1: Yeah, picture saying, "Pele would be congratulations, you won platinum. I got you a gift.'" You (laughs) know, they,
2: they
1: Instagram, they,
5: they they always, they always always Yeah, that was, but mm, that, that, that was funny yet, yet sad at the same time because those, those women should have made a lot of money then. I mean, a lot of money then. But anyway, moving on. I know that y'all are going to talk about Chris Brown, so I'm not even going to mention that anymore because I can't wait to hear what Miss Miss Parker has to say about that. So we
6: can, um, I mean, we can have a conversation now about it. What do you think? Okay, cool. I, I know he's been with Yeah, sports
5: ain't nothing going on in, in sports tonight. So yeah, let's let's talk about that. Um, I heard since you know you all know that I live here in um in Washington, it's it's been said, which is all. Awesome. Speculation, but it's it's been said that that he was taking pictures with some girls, some random chicks. At I'm sorry, some ra- random women at like four o'clock in the morning in front of his hotel, and his um his um tour bus was right there parked, and that these guys, I guess, photo, what do what you call it when you I guess you get into somebody's picture. Unannounced. Photo, like, bomb. you know, <laughs> photo bombing. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Photo bombed the picture. And Chris didn't like it and punched. Him. And then I also heard that the guys tried to get into Chris's um, bus. And Chris, you know, defended his bus and defended himself and his property. And, and that's how the fight started. I heard a different
1: story. I heard a different story. I heard that they were in the club. And he was taking a picture with, um, you know, a fan, a female fan. And the guy jumped in the picture, and he said, "I don't play that geish. And, uh, and then that's when the, um, he hit him, and the bodyguard hit him. That's the story I heard on news
5: There, see, and there, there is a is mean, a you know, story. Know. That's a third story.
2: So. Right?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to believe. I uh, I don't know. Chris Brown, man, Miss Parker. I'll let you take it over from there. I, I don't know what to even say about it. I,
6: i mean i don't know i think i think that um you know he's definitely in trouble i think he i hope he grows out of it he is still young twenty five i think i don't know i mean I, that can be an excuse, so I don't know he's just i mean it, it's tough when they grow up in the industry, you know what i mean like it's it's tough to yeah. have that balance if you didn't have it instilled in you as a as a you know a younger person, but I think he grew up in the industry- grew up so have seen a lot. And his, his judgment is a little skewed because of that. Um right. yeah. so, you know, I don't I don't regardless of what happened, you know what I mean, it's it's over a picture, it shouldn't have went that far. So I don't right. think the exactly. are really important to me as far as as long as they didn't hit you, if they just jumped in your picture it shouldn't have went that far. Right. So but he's a hot head and, and, and I think he, his judgment is, is a lot skewed, honestly. Um, I'm not yeah. sure how he's gonna combat that but
4: and then you think about it, he,
1: okay, we had the Rihanna incident, but I feel like he should have been forgiven for Rihanna incident, then he had the throwing the window, um, throwing the chair at the window at, uh, at the morning America. had the hitting Frank Ocean, the um, club fight with Brady's bodyguard. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah,
2: so yeah. just
1: like, when does is, when is it, it become like, okay, I need to chill out. Or people around him, he of course, you need to get together because, and then the thing was, you know, he was originally arrested on felony assault. They have reduced it to misdemeanor
5: assault. See, he gets so many chances, and that's also a right. problem. They keep giving this this man all these chances. If he keeps yeah. get, getting off, then that's no incentive on him to change his ways. He needs, right. Right. If, if this is true, what he did, he needs to go to jail. Enough is enough. He needs to go to jail. Because Stephen, if that was me or you or you know or or CK, I don't know we would be in jail right now. Well, maybe not yeah. you, cause, you know, cause um, you're you know you're on the way up and everything. So I'd be so, in
2: jail
5: right now. But, but right <laughs> now, maybe yeah, right, right, right. But I'm just saying like, if I would have bit my my girlfriend's ear and punched her, I'd have been in jail. Over, it'd have been over. So, dude, wake up, Chris. Wake up, buddy. You're gonna be someone's mm, up in jail. You're gonna be someone's right. toy. Oh, no, I'm going to say that. Somebody's nice toy. Let's see. But hey, real boy. let me see what I can talk about real real quick. what else? Yeah, I, I said toy. I, I didn't I didn't wanna go all the way overboard, so I just said toy. Friend toy. So, so oh, let's talk about this really, really quick in you know, on sports. Um Mike Brown The former coach, no relation to him, Chris Brown, by the way. Mike Brown was the former Cleveland Cavaliers (laughs) head coach. Left Cleveland, now he's back. So people are speculating. Yeah, so people are now speculating that this might bring LeBron back to Cleveland, and maybe right, and maybe he'll bring some of his, you know, some of his. talented buddies to come to Cleveland to help Cleveland win a championship, yada, yada, yada. What 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 do y'all think about this? I personally don't, I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't
6: think he's so. going back to Cleveland. He already drank that no. Miami Cooper Bay.
5: Exactly. Yeah, yeah Cleveland's done for him. Now, Cleveland's, you know, family, go visit, whatever. He got a house there, whatever. But playing ball there, no, not going to happen. He he would play football before he would play in um, Cleveland again playing Basketball. I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Cleveland fans, let it go. Y'all, had y'all's chance is done. Oh, but speaking of basketball, Miss Parker Stephen, um, this is kind of semi-related with basketball since Jay Z used to own a portion of the um, Brooklyn Nets. Well, what yeah. did what what, what what did y'all feel um, take with this whole entire Barney's? controversy regarding Jay-Z. What, I don't get the, it. Um, the, um, something about they are, they discriminate against, um, I know, but how, how, is how is Jay-Z linked to it? I'm
6: confused. I'm, That's what I was confused uh, about.
5: He, he has a uh, contract with, with um, Barney's and they're saying that she, let me. Let me I, oh, well, away. I didn't
6: know he had a contract with Barney. I get, I understand the rest of what's going on. That Barney has been discriminating yeah. people who've been in there buying things, and that has been actually right. calling the cops on these people, saying that they were using fraudulent credit cards, I believe, or discriminating mm-hmm. right. fake race. Um, but I didn't right. know how he was linked to it. Yeah,
5: yeah, he. Um, I
6: don't understand why they're he, pulling Jay into it. I don't get it. Jay Z doesn't own the company. He's just getting paid.
5: I agree, right? But people are saying that, well, you're a black man, so you need to stand up and you need to um, end your um, your um, ties with Barney's and make make a stand. I'm like, no, no, he I, can talk I, wouldn't,
6: about, no I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I feel like yeah. it's, I think black folks always looking for a way to make to make each other feel guilty about something else. He has nothing to do with that. Let the people who are right. responsible for discriminating, let them pay the price. He shouldn't have to give up his contract because he wants to prove a point. I mean, we all say he's black. You know what I mean? Like I hate <laughs> that. that we all, they're always asking people to prove their blackness or that they're for black yeah. people. You can't escape yeah. that. He's black. There is no escaping it. I'm sure he has experienced that at some point in his life as well. I'm sure he can un- he understands and can relate. But that does not yeah. mean he needs to give up his contract. That's ridiculous.
5: Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, yeah, people are saying he needs to get give up his contract, and he's not supporting, you know, the black cause, you know, all that. All that extra stuff. So.
6: Oh my God! Well, I read I read his statement. So I still wasn't sure what what the uh, link was between, but he right. did release yeah. a statement saying that um that he doesn't base his decisions off of emotions. He has to wait until all the facts are you know are out at first um, before exactly. he before he makes that decision. So
5: mature man, that is a mature businessman right there. Right? Uh-oh. Don't jump on That's the right. bandwagon. Just right. Just let everything simmer down. Get the facts. And, and just go from there, but yeah, I wouldn't just okay. I'm gonna just you know end my relationship with this company over something that I don't even know about, you know, right? And it, and it really doesn't even have anything to even do with them, you know. Let's let's just chill out, everybody. But yeah, so I just wanted what what wanted y'all's take on that. Um, that's pretty much it in sports. Nothing really exciting is going on this 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 week other than the um, World Series which is in game five and last I saw it it was tied up at one apiece. Um Saint Saint Louis and um Boston are playing in case anybody cares. Uh football. The Falcons hmm, I'm gonna leave that alone. All right, um they're done this year, y'all. I'm sorry. The Falcons are done. The Falcons are done. oh Miss Parker, i let me ask you this. Are you now a um a a Brooklyn Nets fan? Yes. How, you <laughs> <laughs> <He's>
2: like, yes. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I figured that's yes. How do you
6: know? I think. Well, when the entire team moves from Boston to Brooklyn, yes, I'm always a Brooklyn fan. I love Brooklyn as a place. So it's like no, oh, it is a nice place. Right, my entire team has relocated to Brooklyn. Your girl
5: got it. It's crazy. I've never seen pretty much an entire team move from one city to another. It's crazy.
6: You know what? It would have been perfect. if dog went with them.
5: Yeah, it's crazy. I, 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 congratulations, Miss Parker. I mean, y'all. I think that y'all might do some things this year. You know, really. Yeah, really. we're gonna do
2: some things. Go
5: Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Go Brooklyn. <laughs> Absolutely. Big up. No Big up Brooklyn Go for... <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
5: Right, right. But all right, that's it, y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all up anymore. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Aaron Cosby, um, and I'm out. I'll, I'll talk to y'all next week. Have a good one.
1: Okay. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Jenner right, out tonight, but you can find her her gym, gems gym, uh, at budgetshophall dot com. There's a link on our Facebook page, the Stephen Night nice Show, and follow us on Twitter, Stephen Night nice Show SHO, uh, and we'll definitely uh, be looking out for your tweets. Ms. Parker, we talked about Chris Brown. and else going in entertainment?
6: Um, the so other thing that I will mention is will probably be the fact that Kim Kardashian got engaged. I'm not sure if you mentioned that. Last week, or happened this week, um, and also the fact that I heard that Future and Tiara are now engaged as well, so congratulations to both of those couples. Um, oh, wow. I'm good.
1: Were you shocked, yes. at, were you shocked with Kim, Kim Kardashian's engagement?
6: No. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Right.
4: <laughs> and that's the way it was. Yeah. What's the, no, I'm what's is there big, anything
6: else big happening that happened in entertainment and I don't, you know, you know how I feel about the whole camp thing. I think people just hate for no reason, so I didn't even want to right. go into that. Um, but congratulations. That's who he chose, that's who she's chosen.
5: Live your life.
6: You know, good luck.
5: Exactly,
1: exactly. Well before we uh well let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with question of the day and our first guest. Right back after this. Welcome back to the Stephen Knights nice Show. Let's uh, do the question of the day real quick. We had today, uh, Ms. Parker, we have uh, Caesar Emanuel from Black Ink Crew who joined us uh, a little bit later. Do you, you watch reality TV, right? Who's your favorite reality TV star? Ms. Parker? Well, I guess oh, yeah. I, may have,
6: I may have had you on mute. I don't, I don't, I don't have a favorite Yalish um
2: yeah, no. show
6: sure character. I watched a few shows, and you know, it's just my entertainment for me, so I don't really read into it too much. But I have seen Black Ink, and um, and I'm excited to hear, you know, the interview. I have seen the show, and even new season, I saw an episode too. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw, uh the first episode of the season and I hadn't I hadn't seen the show, I'd heard a lot about it, uh, just on the Breakfast Club and whatnot, but yeah, so I'm interested to Yeah, like the, the new season just
6: the new season just started. Uh yeah, um, exactly. but there was a season previous to that that you probably would need to catch up on.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. I am I'm in i one of those that's living under a rock. But we asked the course the question the question of was we asked who's your favorite reality show and a lot of people what reality stars, A lot of people said Mark Braxton some people said them, but I'm, I didn't get that. But uh, Tamar, Nini, they said them. They would say me, me. Oh. Good. I didn't know you had a reality show, but okay. But uh, <laughs> uh, Tamar, she got a lot of, lot of love. So did NeNe, she got a lot of love. And someone said New York, Miss New York. remember New York? Because uh, she's the one yeah, that I remember New
6: York. She uh,
1: started all this foolishness. That's what they said. She started standing for trash reality TV.
6: Someone said <laughs> TV
1: Day uh we got Teresa Caputo, I'm not sure what that is. Oh, she's from oh, she's uh, oh, she That's New Jersey. Okay, and then the person, also the woman that does the medium, Long Island Medium, they like her. Uh, Evelyn Lizonda, Andrew Zimmerman, you know who that is, Zimmern? Oh,
6: uh, Andrew Zimmerman? That's not reality TV. That's a that's more that's more of a,
1: a travel challenge show. Oh, okay, okay. Uh Jocelyn, Tammy from Basketball Wise, Tracy Braxton, we like Tracy, and uh New York. New York Tiffany Pollard. She got some love. So Nene and uh and uh Tamar got the most love. I'm waiting to see if our first guest is here, let's see. All right. Well, let's, we're going to take on our first guest. Our first guest, we will. Caesar's uh, not quite on, but we're going to definitely go on and and talk to Pieces of Man. Now, Pieces of Man is an original neo soul band based in Manchester, UK, drawing inspiration from everything from the books through the present day neo soul heavyweights. Pieces of Man, Pieces represents a strong, unique sound, showcasing original material that justifiably. Receiving acclaim
7: where it's heard,
1: the group has a heavy groove with an expansive, expansive vocal. That behaves the numbers of its five members.
2: Please help me welcome Peace of a man. Welcome to the show. Do I have y'all there?
8: Hello. There
2: they are. There. They are. How y'all doing?
8: Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, know, hey, hey. I didn't know if we were going to get lost in translation because we're from the UK and there's this whole accent thing 3,000 miles away <laughs> across the country. But yeah, if you can understand me, then yeah, we're good. <laughs> yes,
1: I understand. We definitely understand
9: you. Um, who, who, do we, who do we have here?
8: cool 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 so there's three of us that have managed to stay awake (laughs) over here
9: you have caught us in the middle of the night
8: yeah it's slightly past our bedtime here but it's all right we'll stay up for you um my name's tolu so i'm i'm
9: lead vocals i'm dk i'm on beats um pills on keys
8: so yeah that's three out of the five and we're just missing our bassist tim he's on the low end and guitarist mark they're with us in spirit so yeah we're happy to be here
1: so glad to have you on there, you know, calling from the UK, we're we, definitely privileged to have you on, tell us how did
9: Peace of, Peace of a Man how did they form, how did you all formulate? it uh, yeah, well it's, it's an old band really, but in a new shape, we used to have uh, used to be a big soul sound with four singers doing harmonies but uh, we've stripped it down with Tony uh, doing lead vocals now
10: Yeah, that was
8: about a year ago. Um, A year ago, it started with the full, with the full setup, and now we've stripped it down, and it's been back up and twisted and chewed up and spat out, and we've kind of got to this point of five members, Uh, with just one lead vocal. Yeah. So, how did you know
1: what
9: sound you all wanted to go for?
8: (laughs) That assumes that we know what sound we want to go
9: for now. (laughs) It goes back to inspirations, doesn't it? Hillsworth yeah. oh, where the inspiration yeah. for the sound where's that coming from yeah we're, we're really big Philly soul fans really Jill Scott Dwelle D'Angelo just loving that
8: yeah a whole lot of Lowry Hill as well yeah still so good so just all of that influence and more just wrapped up into a little soul pocket and uh, that's okay. where we've come yep, that's where we've come to so
1: how would you describe it? I know it's a neo-soul,
8: neo uh, you know, really soulful, really great music, by the way. How would you describe it? We, we're, we're set up to give you a couple of bars if you're ready for it.
1: You said what now? Do you want to hear a little bit?
8: Probably, yeah, the easiest oh, yeah. We we just just play it off play it yeah, yeah. Let's give you four chords. Okay. Have you, you got a little bit of piano there? Ooh, yeah yeah
11: yeah yeah I ask why 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 why'd you make a monster out of me now? Drop my work with just one call. Don't care about my family or friends at all. Why, why, why? Why'd you make a monster out of me now? No longer can we just your call. You're cigarette and alcohol. Wow. So
8: that's what I in the- oh. Wow. My impression. That's very,
9: very, very good. In the middle of the night. <laughs> I think that was our very
1: first live performance on the Stephen May show. So thank you so much. Uh, for well, that well, was great. We're We've all, all about to
8: push that boundary. <laughs> push that, button. that was great. That was
1: great. <laughs> So tell us about are you? Where can we see you performing? And you know where where can we check you guys
8: out? Yeah, we got we got a big presence on the internet right now, which is cool. Um, so we've yes. got Facebook LinkedIn, Twitter and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, we've been doing quite a lot of support slots this year, which has been really cool. So we supported Omar just a couple of weeks ago, and then a couple of months before that, Bilal. And then in a few weeks' time, we've got a girl called Harley Blue, and she's a UK up and coming out. So it's on a, out on a, on a label called True Thoughts. So, um, yeah, wow. it's all going up.
9: Yeah, so we're gigging hard up in the northwest of England at the moment, uh, okay. spreading out through the north, and uh, heading down to London at the end of this year. And uh, we'll be doing some more, some more live stuff uh, around the northwest. But we're hoping to broaden our horizons, guys, right? Down, down south to London, beyond into Europe, and maybe, maybe over to America. Maybe we'll give you guys a visit someday. You know? that, would, that would
1: definitely be great for you all to come here. Let me ask you, so is it, is it a different experience when you go throughout the different parts of the U.K. and performing? How is it different for the audiences?
8: Um, I think the main thing is just trying to lock into what accent is going on at this particular time. We've got a lot of dialogue going on here. (laughs) So, yeah, but, yeah. Mainly, I would say, personally, the North is a little bit more friendly than our friends in the South. It's a little bit harder to break the South because there's a lot more people down there in the capital. Um, But generally, people just want to receive. We're doing quite a new thing and a new, fresh thing with a, a soul band. People haven't really heard that live. There's a lot of kind of alternative singer-songwriter stuff going on. So nobody's really hearing what we're doing in a live setting. So people are quite ready to receive that, I would say.
9: Yeah, we're trying to adapt our sound as well a little bit according to the audience that's going to be out there. So when Bilal was there, we knew we were going to have more soul and jazz heads in the building. So we gave out a bit more of a mellow vibe, a bit more of a instrumental-led Mm-hmm. But when we went out Mar and and Harley Blue it's gonna be a bit more of a party vibe, uh an upset, so not an upset obviously, <laughs> just an up tempo <laughs> set. And uh, get get the get the party started a little bit more.
1: So you're really just tailoring to your audience, tailoring to the crowd?
9: We tailor a little yeah. bit. I mean we have we we've just finished our first mixtape, which is like an E P over here in the UK. Right, and yeah. um so we're, we're pushing that at the moment, but we have some flexibility because we we, we've, we've got a repertoire of 10 or 12 tracks that we can pick from. So the mixtape is just the first sort of uh, selection from, from those 10 or 12, but when we go out, we can pick and choose between them.
1: Absolutely. I was going to ask you about your mixtape, Mixtape Volume 1.
9: Yeah, have,
1: and you so, you I'm
9: sorry? have you heard it yet? You downloaded it?
1: I have not done, but I am going to download, especially after that live performance I heard. <laughs> I'm going to download this, this the solo. I'm going to download, I really am, uh, because I mean I love great music, you know, and so I want to know what is, what was the inspiration, what what made you all say, okay, it's time to put out this music, put out this mixtape.
8: So again, I can't, I can't hear. Phil's serenading us here in the background, and it's it's beautiful. No. But I'm <laughs> sorry, I have to repeat that last question. Oh
1: no! i was just asking. What made you all decide to put out this mixtape? What was the inspiration?
8: We were a band and we didn't have any music out. That was the main thing. And we've <laughs> been kicking be hard. And people are where can we hear you? And we're like, uh, nowhere yet. And then we just thought, you know what? It's time to just put a little marker out of where we're at. Let people know that we've arrived. Um, and so we, it was quite important to us to let people know this wasn't the finished article. It's a work in progress. It's a journey but this is where we're at and this is what we want to give. So it was just all about sharing the music at the moment. Um, here's a little bit of what we do. Take it or leave it because we enjoy it and we're just going to keep doing it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the inspiration. We just needed to get something out.
1: Absolutely. And what, what 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 are your favorite songs? Alfred? I know it's six tracks on there. What are your favorite songs? Or, or is it like picking your children? Um. Just... Uh,
9: yeah, my baby's always been the first track on the EP, calling all people, just a uh, mm-hmm. baseline. Up. Okay. Anyone else? Well we've been, we've been, well, we've been playing that. We've been playing that track for a while, haven't we? But the monster track, which is the one that we gave you a little snippet of just earlier, is the one okay. that captures attention quite a lot when we're live because we come out hard and we play quite up tempo tracks for a while, and then we take it down to this ballad. The room goes quiet. You can feel the atmosphere building. And just Tolu, our lead vocalist over there, his vocal just comes out real smooth and real slow. It gives a chance for everyone to get into it. He's never told me that in person. Oh, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it to heart. Everyone needs to know. Everyone needs to know. See, <laughs> when, when, Tolu's right out there, when Tolu's out there singing out front, it gives a chance for the rest of us just to watch the crowd and see how they're responding to him. Um, and it goes well. When when that track goes out, that's my favorite because it gives everyone a chance to just breathe and take in the music.
1: What is what is the song that you all play when you just want to get everyone's attention and just really, like, capture that audience? Obviously, you do that through the whole set, but what's that one song that just... that you know that you're doing your thing when you're performing?
8: Yeah, we tend to end our set at the moment with a, a track called Paycheck. Um,
9: okay.
8: It's a pretty bouncing track. It's sort of, just a one-line groove. What the are about, Tony? Um, so it's all about not having loads of money, but just going out there and doing the best you can anyway, and just recognizing the fact: hey, it's not over it's just because your wallet's a little bit empty. So, um, wow. yeah, it's a pretty hip-hop track, and we love it. It's a slightly different flavor to the rest of our thing, and people are ready to kind of get into get involved with the main act after that. So, um, yeah. Okay. I take that to get people paying attention.
9: We reserve that track for the live audiences at the moment, right? It's not on the mixtape. It's
8: true. Yeah, no one's really heard that apart from people that have come to see our shows. So Yeah. So show. it'll, it'll be out on the what
1: are you going to
8: say? Yeah, hopefully. Um, We haven't chatted about it, but DK just... Mentioned it on international radio. <laughs> so we might have to put it out Absolutely. on our next, next, next mixtape. <laughs> Absolutely. So
1: we know that you have upcoming performances. You're definitely gigging and you have the, the mixtape now, uh, volume one out. What's next? Piece of a Man.
8: Pieces of a Man, what's next? Um, now we've kind of got your auditory sense going. We need to get your visual sense going so we're working on a few bits of video um, and getting some media out in that that respect Um, and we just want to keep gigging now that now the music's out people have a reason that they want to come to our shows so we need to make sure we've got some shows for people to come to so we're just always constantly looking for places to play and people that will have us and I think that's that's we're, waiting, we're waiting
9: for the big guns to come to Manchester. We're waiting for Jill Scott. We're waiting for Anthony <laughs> Hamilton. We'll be right there, ready to support.
1: And I'm sure, I'm sure that they when they hear this, they're gonna scoop you all up, y'all up because y'all, you definitely have the talent. Introduce yourself one more time for our audience.
8: So yeah, you've been listening to the delights of Tolu, DK, and Piers, and we are three fifths of a band called Pieces of a Man piecesofaman.org. If you want to find us on the web, or facebookcom piecesofaman and the Twitter a little bit of an outlier. That's twittercom music So um, yeah, come check us out. Come give us a like and follow out on the internet. Check them out.
1: There's pieces of a man. There's the link on our Facebook page. Like I guess at piecesofaman.org. Check these guys out. Get the mixtape. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Listen, guys. I want to thank you all for calling us. So late at
8: night, and you have a great day, okay? Thanks, man. You take care. I'll see you soon. All right. Absolutely.
1: All right. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back.
3: You're listening to The The
12: Stephen Stephen Knight Talk Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
3: You're listening now. You're listening to
12: the Stephen, Stephen Night Talk, Talk Show on EOTM
11: Radio. Radio. The Steven Night Show, Monday nights
12: at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMradio.com.
1: Scott is a talented vocalist from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He began singing and discovering music at the tender age of three. He's performed throughout the Delaware Valley, in both private and public concerts. He has sung background for Lady Alma and Gene Carn, as well as well as shared the stage with Vivian Green, Bilau, and Grammy Award winners take six. Well tonight he's here to tell us about the upcoming event United We Band. Please help me welcome Ashley Scott.
2: Welcome to the show. Ashley there? Yeah, so you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, how
1: you doing? Welcome to the show.
7: Thanks, Steve. How's everything?
1: Oh, everything great. Everything great. Glad to have you on. Tell us, tell our you know, a little bit about your your background. You know, you've done some big things. Tell us, tell us about what you've been doing.
7: Well, I've been in the industry for you know a good amount of time right now because I still feel kind of mm-hmm. young, and I am. Um, I've I got my degree in music from Howard University, so by trade, I'm a vocalist, but I also have experience in, you know, the entertainment business. Uh, worked in concert promotion for a long time for, you know, at an outdoor venue here in Philadelphia.
2: Okay. okay.
7: I also uh, have worked on uh, various music conferences like the I Am Conference with Deanna Williams, and, you know, she's a, one of my mentors here in Philadelphia as well. Um, I recently, about 11 years ago, with one of my partners started a non-profit organization called the Artists United, and I have my own company, Flash Entertainment, which is a for-profit. One of the focuses of the Artists United is to educate, develop, market, and promote those that want a long-lasting career in the entertainment industry, and so we've kind of done a lot of educational initiatives centered around those topics within the business. So we started an event here in Philly called the AU Solutions where we brought the the radio personalities and the the managers and the hit songwriters to the public to kind of have an up-close and personal conversation, you know, just in educating them, you know, on their endeavors and and just motivating them to do, you know, the right thing in the entertainment industry. Uh, We also started an event called United We Band, which is a live jam session and showcase and we do it every last day of the month here at Underground Arts in Philadelphia. And so the scene this month, we decided to kind of pay homage to the sound of Philadelphia. So a lot of the songwriters that were a part of the Philadelphia International Records label, you know, from the 70s, and some of the artists will all be in attendance, and we're going to give them what we call the TSOP Living Legends Award, because what we found is that a lot of our, you know, pioneers of that era are kind of, you know, transitioning to heaven. And uh, the ones that are still here, we kind of need to acknowledge them and still educate the younger artists on who they are. And so being that I'm one of the liaisons between both of those generations, we're just going to, you know, bridge the gap and connect the dots. So we're honoring people like Billy Paul, who you may know from uh, Me and Mrs. Jones, uh, Gene Carn mm-hmm. who's sung Don't Let It Go to Your Head, um, mm-hmm. also the Delphonics, La Means I Love You, Did Not Blow Your Mind, uh, one of the members of the Three Degrees, they're known for When Will I See You Again, as well as the theme song to the Soul Train. Uh, we have writers like Phil Hurt, who wrote I'll Be Around, as well as Sunshine by the OJ's. We have Carl Helm; he was a, but he also did a lot of the background vocals for some of the sessions, you know, at Philadelphia International. Uh, we have Bobby Eli, who was a uh, songwriter. He wrote Love Won't Let Me Wait for Major Harris and Sideshow for Blue Magic, and he was also a session player with the MFSB Orchestra, which, you know, they also did the theme to Soul Train with the Three Degrees called TSOP. Um, Earl Young from the Tramps, they did Disco Inferno, and Earl was also the original drummer for MFSB, and so he played almost on every single hit to come out of Philadelphia International. So we have a lot of, you know, current artists on the scene doing that thing, like Jeff Morrell, Kim Pendergardner, Mel Austin, Trina Furby, uh uh Darius and Julian Coleman, myself, we'll all kind of be paying homage to all these icons of R and B.
5: Wow, wow.
1: Well tell tell us why it's so important and, and I agree, but why is it so tell the audience why it's so important to keep those those names that, you know, many people have gone on, you know, have passed on, but to keep their legacies alive. Why is that so important?
7: It's important because it's a part of our heritage as a people, um, as African Americans. Um, but mm-hmm. it's also just American history. It's it's international history. It's music history. Um, you know, artists from the eras of Motown and Philadelphia International, as well as Stax, that was the greatest music ever created. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, at that time, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you know, it's safe to say that black music was popular music because that's what consumed the top ten of those decades. I mean, if you look at a chart in 1974, I guarantee you, you'll find the stylistic thing, You Make Me Feel Brand New, When will mm-hmm. I See you Again by The Three Degrees, Sideshow by Blue Magic, TSOP, all in the same top 20. So, yeah. or, or Love Train by the OJs. I mean... So in terms of the Philadelphia International success, I mean, their music is played every 17 minutes on the radio worldwide, both internet and terrestrial radio. So when you're in your wow. car, if you're listening to Sirius, every 17 minutes you'll hear a Teddy Pendergrass song, you'll hear a Three Degrees song, you'll hear Spinners, the Stylistics, you know, Harold Melvin and the Blue Nose, Billy Paul, Lou Rawls. I mean, all that stuff is is, is music history. So... That was, again, in my opinion, and a lot of others, because now a lot of radio stations are not playing new music, especially in the R&B rooms. Um, we have, mm-hmm. you know, stations here that, that play the Anthony Hamiltons and the Jill Scotts, but there's another station that's trying to rival that station and get the same ratings, but they're, stick, they're sticking strictly to the classic R&B. They're not playing the new stuff anymore. So, you know, for new artists, you know, you have to model yourself after something that was already successful. Um, if you wanna write songs of somebody that's contemporary, you better hope that it's gonna be played five years from now. Versus Absolutely. something from Motown which is still played, you know, fifty years from now.
1: Yeah.
7: And exactly. Motown, Philadelphia International and, and Stax Records, all that music, Al Green, you know, Wilson Pickett, all those Stax artists, that's timeless music. So You know, I encourage all artists to kind of, again, model yourself after something that was successful. Even if you're a songwriter, study their formulas. Study what made that stuff a hit record, and, you know, you'll definitely be successful. Because the idea is to have that, you know, residual income coming in so that you and your family can live off of that, you know, granted that it's a a million-seller record. And, you know, that stuff is still playing on the radio. And I don't... Something five years ago is not being played. I guarantee you. <laughs> right, right. Let alone, let alone two years ago.
1: Right, because everyone's trying to to fit a trend. And like you know, like you said, there are songs that you know you hear now. Like you're naming some of the artists and music. Like you may I know the artist name, but you know the song. But you know the songs, and right? And so, but now you don't you don't have those songs that last. You know, last years on that people are playing like they're singing on American Idol and auditions. They're not, you know, they're not filling those homes. What do you feel, uh, how do you feel the music industry is now in this, in this state of the music industry at this point?
7: You know, it's, it's it's uh, you know, we have these conversations all the time, not only with this nonprofit, but I'm also a member of the, a voting member of the Recording Academy, which is the Grammys. I'm actually a board of governor here for the Philadelphia chapter. And, you know, some of the other governors, we always engage in these kind of conversations. Um, right. I think that the industry has changed. It's changing every five minutes. Um, there's right. always a new technology, you know, coming up to, to advance the situation um, on that level. Uh, but I think that it's kind of come full circle in some ways because in the 60s, the 60s was a singles market. So everybody was buying a 45 record, you know, not any I didn't buy 45s. I'm young. I just know my history, <laughs> but, but you know, I just had to put that out there. So you know, but if you recorded an LP or or a full length album, I should say, you were somebody pretty big. So now we're in a we're at a state where anybody can record a song in their home studio, go to a website and upload it to iTunes and put it on Amazon and SoundCloud and Pandora and Spotify and all that. So you know, you don't. We're in a singles market from that aspect, but I think well, that the music is is a lot more wide open now because independent is the new major, and being independent is the way to go. Um, record companies are not really giving out major recording contracts like that anymore. And you know, one of my former one of my professors at Howard, he was a jazz pianist, and he wrote the original song called uh, It's called Here's Looking Up to You by a guy named Michael Wyckoff later sampled by jean Ney for Hey Mr. DJ. And the one thing he said was that a record contract is nothing but a credit card. So well, what they put out, you will pay back. And, you know, that the proof is in the pudding with that one. And, you know, you have to have, for them to give you a major contract now, you have to have done a lot of album sales, a lot of downloads, a lot of YouTube hits, crazy Facebook and Twitter numbers and followers you know, they just want to see that you have that audience. But yeah. now, before artists were only making their money off of tours. Now they have 360 deals where they take a percentage of your touring. Mm-hmm,
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: So
7: if you're independent, you know, um, that's just the way to go. There, yeah, exactly. As far as, like, yeah. other genres are concerned, there are rock bands that are just, you know, all about their craft, that are all about creating their following, you know, and doing it the independent route. And they all pile in their one truck with their gear and travel nationwide and play these, you know, different Mm -hmm. venues. And some are big, some are small. But they're selling CDs at the end of the night, splitting that money and saving it for the next record. So you have to invest in yourself as well, Um, you know. And my my last thing is that, You know, another – my aunt is a member of the group, The Three Degrees, and her former manager, you know, one thing she taught me that he taught her was that if you can entertain an audience, you can work for the rest of your life, and a hit record is just icing on the cake to create more work. So Mm -hmm. the proof is in, you know, with her because now she's in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest-running female vocal trio of all time celebrating their 50th anniversary as we speak and still touring off of When Will I See You Again and all the other hits that they had, you know, more so internationally. So, again, have a good stage show, be professional, have a professional attitude, have class, and it can take you a long way. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So talk more about United Week Band and where people can uh, come, if they're on a local to Philadelphia, mean, where they can come out and uh, support the event and just enjoy the
5: great music they'll be playing.
7: Tomorrow night we're starting a little early at 6 o'clock with a VIP reception and we're honoring all the guests. They can go online to RSVP. There's still time. The event is actually open to the public and free. So if they go to welovephillymusic.eventbrite.com they can RSVP and they'll be good for admission to the event tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be starting the VIP reception at 6. We'll be honoring you know the uh, Pioneers around 7 and the musical tribute will start at 8. Um, you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash UnitedWeBand. Uh, we're also on Twitter at UnitedWeBandAU and uh, also Artists United on Twitter. And uh, we're, also, we're always looking for artists that want to perform, so send us your links and, you know, your, press, your EPKs to Network at gmail.com, and we will definitely, you know, take a look at your, you know, presentation. And if we definitely want you to perform, we'll give you guys a call. And, uh, you know, we look for all genres of music. So on any given night, it could be rock, jazz, gospel, R&B, all in one night. But, so, you know, so that's United with Band. All right. Hey,
1: well, Ashley Scott, we thank you so much for coming on and joining us tonight. And much appreciated for United with Band and everything that you have going on. And uh, you have a great night, okay?
7: You too. Thank you.
1: All right. And if First, you want more information right. about uh, Ashley Scott, you can go to com as well.
3: We'll be right back after this. Double XL is the number one selling music magazine worldwide, covering amongst the widespread from breaking news, new music, and all time's biggest artists. If you're not tuned in with Double XL, you should grab your copy immediately at your nearest Walmart or other place of business. Double XL is the most trusted name in the world of hip-hop. Visit DoubleXLMag.com for news updates hottest new hip-hop bangers and the most popular blog site in hip-hop society today. Are you interested in becoming a part of Double XL? Contact Double XL Mag at 22 807 7100 or contact Double XL through email at Double at Harris-Pub.com. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy Double XL Magazine. This commercial was brought to you by EOTM Radio and Classic. BD Records. Welcome back
1: to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. Uh, we received music musical people all over the country who want to be featured during this segment. And uh, tonight we select artists to play on our playlist that are both major and independent artists, including uh, Q, Machete, Drake, and Rafaya, and many, many more. If you're interested in being featured, please email us at, at com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. The first song is by your boy Drake, entitled Hold On, We're Going Home. Check it out and enjoy Steven's Playlist.
10: The wheat E, gang so meeting, like a night with Paris i machine, my appetite is safe, I'm starving for something to eat. To not be oh, really you I'm you know, on the couch, on the bench, on the They go, they We we toast to the game, no game, we both really grow. I'm saying, you drink, I mean, I think to my own beat, to the beat, lift up your hands oh. And they drunk motherfuckers in the holding cell. <laughs>
11: My body when you're so close to my heart I won't deny what you're saying Because most of it is true But it was all before I fell for you So please, wait So please don't judge me And I won't judge you Cause it could get ugly Before it gets beautiful Please don't judge me I won't judge you And if you love me Then let it be beautiful 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 beautiful. Everything I say right now it's gonna be used in another fight And I've been through this so many times Can we change the subject? He's gonna start asking me questions like Was she attractive? Was she an actress? Maybe the fact that You're hearing rumors about me then I saw some pictures online Saying they got you so worried going to make us laugh, take me as I am, not who I was, I promise I'll be the one that you can trust, so please.
0: however be
10: Day. and now somebody's on your side of the bed and I didn't want to have to take it there but you play too much so I guess it's in the game E-A. and what am I supposed to say I know you did me dirty but we can make it work I know you didn't mean to hurt me I know we got our problems and need to go away your worries let's just sit and talk about it over am going one thing for hot damn certain this Plays a rap. You can go on, close them curtains, and this is a mess. Starting with yourself first. I am dropping bad habits, starting with the very worst. Now it's on to the next one. African American, Puerto Rican, Swedish, French lover, or a German. I'm really determined. All kinds of moves. Ever since we've been done, I've had so much to do.
1: So I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I want to thank our special guest, Pieces of a Man, and Ashes Scott for joining us tonight. Uh, go on our Facebook page to look up uh, Pieces of a Man to hear their music, purchase their mixtape, Mixtape Body One, and Ashes Scott for uh, the event that he's holding tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for joining us. God bless. Have a great week. Peace. I can't